Recently, I sat down with Bill Goulet, General Manager of Faith's Toyota Ford in Westminster, Vermont. Give a listen to learn how Bill's dealership is now selling 225 cars per month, with the bulk of his inventory coming from private party acquisition. This is Angela Rizzo, Chief Marketing Officer at BinQ. I trust you'll find Bill's insights valuable. Why don't you start by telling me your dealership name and location? Uh, Face Toyota Ford in Westminster, Vermont. Awesome. And then your preferred name and your title? Bill Goulet, General Manager. Okay. And how many years have you been with your dealership? Three years. Tell me about the history of your dealership. Um, It was founded by... um, a Nigerian immigrant who came to the United States. He worked in a bunch of dealerships. Me and him actually worked out in Boston at a Toyota dealership together for years. He left, bought a Ford dealership. And then 10 months later, he bought a Ford and Toyota franchise up the street. And I got called just after that. It got kind of too big for one person. And I got in there and, um, was made the general manager of the stores and our Toyota Ford franchise. Um, it's been the fastest growing Toyota store in the last two years. So That's awesome. How many uh, stores do you have? So we just have one location, two brands, um, and we're going to be building a brand new store in about a year, year and a half. Nice. What, uh, what is the secret to being the fastest growing Toyota? Uh, uh, store in the area? I mean, the first, the first thing for us was we had to really rebuild uh, the marketing. We had to rebuild the internet BDC department. Um, mm-hmm. They essentially outsourced most of that. We brought that for the majority of that we brought in house. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, you know, trained a team from scratch, literally people with no experience answering the phones Um, And then we had to kind of go to like a one team, you know, even little things like I used to always separate sales and service BDC departments It's two separate things. We had to kind of rethink that. And we actually sales and service is the same department for BDC. It's run Mm -hmm. by the same people, the same people answer on the phone. If you call to make an appointment for service or you call to make an appointment for sales, you're going to get the same lady or the same guy on the phone. Um, that was like the secret to get it going. Um, and then from there, just really working on retention, uh, which is a big thing with Toyota and making sure your customers come back every six months, every year. So for, is that mainly for service or is that for service and to buy another car? Yeah. Service and sales. I mean, we, uh, retention's, uh, big in both, but we just kind of get in the mindset you know, pretty much every year we're calling you to get you out of your car and get you back. Uh, people have like the mental thing, like in a lease, it's going to be two or three years. And um, I'll take a, I'll take a short deal if it's a, a repeat customer and just keep them every year, every year, every year and a half, we just move the customers and sales and then service, just get them in the door every six months for service. Would you say that those those would those those account for your most important factors behind your success, or are there other things yeah, that I mean, um, that contribute? I mean, obviously, the culture of the dealership, finding the right people. You know, we had to find the right people. We had to train them up. It's mm-hmm. extremely hard where we're from because we're in a town of three thousand people, which there's not a million automotive minds in that town or around. 
Um, so bringing in enough talent, um, which, you know, between me and Faith, we know people. So we brought in uh, managers. We brought on some people surrounding ourselves, but just empowering everyone, like little things. Our salespeople have actual, like, manager level access in the dealership so they can actually work on stuff throughout the day. They don't have to come to a manager for every little thing. Mm -hmm. Our BDC department um, can actually desk a deal just like a manager, meaning they can run leases, purchase payments, out to door pricing without ever even having to come ask me a question. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are things that typical dealerships don't do. uh, And they kind of limit a person's ability to make a deal and, we don't do that. There's no friction. So that seems like it would be you'd, you'd be getting a lot of satisfied customers too, because the person you're dealing with can can do the deal. You don't have to go talk to five or six different people. Yeah, and then we find that what happens is a week later they send in the family member. Two weeks later they send in a friend, and so mm-hmm. we have this crazy referral base. You know, as much as like sometimes just the next day come back with their husband, come back with a wife buying a second car. That used to happen once in a while. Now it happens like every couple of days at this point. It's just a crazy referral business. Like, hey, I got to check out Face. I heard about you guys. Everyone drives. Like, you got to have faith. Like, we have these slogans and like we kind of live by them. Um, and it's mm-hmm. created this just absolutely crazy thing. And no, we don't, we work every single deal and grind out every deal until mm-hmm. the customer of the bank tells us no. So, wow, that's awesome. I, I, I find that interesting in a town of only 3,000 people, how you're able to really, you know, generate that. Are you finding that people are coming from other areas to, to buy cars from you? Yeah. So we developed over the pandemic and not really just because of the pandemic, but actually came up in the, the last couple of winters is we just, we noticed in the winter, we had a decline in traffic. So what we did was we just offered free delivery anywhere's in new england or new york because we're we're 10 minutes from the we're five minutes from the new hampshire border we're 45 minutes from the massachusetts border and we're an hour from new york and we're in the southern part of vermont so a lot of vermont is not really close to us it's all north of us so we just said hey delivery for free so we deliver in new england and new york for free we don't charge for that it could be five hours away it doesn't matter Uh, We bring you the car. We'll pick up your trade. We'll even buy your car outright. Even if you're not buying a car from us, you never have to bring it to us. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So how many, wow. How many cars do you sell a month? uh, We sell 225 cars a month. And how many do you acquire? About right now, about 40 to 50 through people that are just selling, not trading, just selling cars. Okay. And then how, do, you, do you rely on auctions to acquire your inventory or is it primarily the uh, public purchasing? So right now we're down to zero cars at the auction. We haven't bought, yeah, we haven't bought a car at the auction and I don't know, it's been a long time. Definitely not this year. And I'd have to, I think last year, maybe the last time was last August. Yeah, last August. Was that a was that a conscious decision on your part um, to not buy from auction? Yeah. So typically, with used cars in our area, you see fall and winter becomes a little bit of an issue. So I I always back off the auctions in August. However, this year we had an uptick in use, so we started trying to be like, hey, we got to go to the auction. And then I just started looking at it. And I'm like, we're spending 
20, 30,000 a month shipping cars from Florida, shipping cars from New Jersey. Um, and I just like, why don't, why don't we just acquire it? So I, we just started acquiring off the street. And at first we were awful at it. Like our first month or two, we were awful. And then I had to make two big changes. When I made those two big changes, we started buying cars. And what were they? So the first change is when the customer comes in to just sell a car, they do not work with a salesperson. They work directly with a sales manager. So they'll sit down. The sales manager that's appraising the car will go out, look at the car. They will then come back and they give the number directly to the customer. There's no friction because the salesperson doesn't really care if we buy a car, essentially. The manager does care. So he has mm-hmm. to deal with them directly. So once mm-hmm. we started doing that, we started buying more cars. The second thing is um, we started, at, we added a bonus for our internet department on anyone they came in that you get to say, if you get a shown sold, it's the same thing as if we buy a car, we treat it the same. So all of their bonus levels, everything, if they acquire five cars a month, it's the same as if they sold five cars a month. And then I actually spiff them additional money for buys. So they get about double for a buy than they do if they actually sell a car. Wow. So those two things. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the floodgates open and we started buying cars. So. Love it. So what made you curious to check out VinQ? So I got a call and originally I actually, I actually remember I brushed him off. Yeah. He came and I brushed him off. I didn't take the call. And then we set up a call, brushed off again. And then I'm like, we were going back to the same thing. We needed cars and we were buying some, but we weren't buying an insane amount. So I was having a conversation with the owner and we were talking about the auction again. And he just looked at me. He's like, you want to go spend 20, 30 grand and go through that rat race? And I'm like, Faith, bud. And he's like, can you spend a fraction of it? I go, yeah, I can spend a fraction of it. And then I remember Mm -hmm. calling me. So I took the call. I looked at it and I said, oh my goodness. And I said to him, I said, listen, this program's good, but I get the vibe. It's some work. And he's like, yeah, it's definitely some work. So that's when I got with the BDC and I basically put it on them. I said, hey, this is a lot of work. I looked at this program from my background, being a BDC director before I was a GM, I love this program. However, are you going to be, are you going to actually work this? And my BDC manager was like, no, I want it. I said, okay, let's invest the money. And we invested the money and we had issues the first two, three weeks. They couldn't really figure it out. And then one night I got on for like two, three hours myself and I came back in and even, um, our rep was like, they were thinking too much into it. Mm-hmm. And so now they make the appointment, but if they can't make the appointment, we appraise the, we appraise the car and we commit to a number over the phone and it's been working beautifully. People just like it. No friction. Like I want the car. I'm going to give you my best number. Let's go. And um, wow. it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but it's not bad work. And then I just have to be, I'm involved in almost every single one that comes from NQ. Like I put an appraisal number on it to, to make sure we're a hundred percent all in. Very cool. And so you, you were curious to check us out. I guess you liked what you saw. What, what, what was the thing that, that made you pull the tr- and make the decision to choose to go with NQ? 
Uh, I think it was the basis when you looked at what de- how many dealers are doing it in New England. There were definitely a couple dealers that use it that are good operators, but there wasn't a lot of it. And it just made sense. You got Facebook, you got Craigslist, your KBBs are in there. It's one place where everything's at. So when you start looking at it, it's like, I'm, I'm going to me, I'm going, all right, this is, we got a little bit of clutter in the CRM. This looks like a better mousetrap in my opinion. And what if I could get my buys up to 40, 50, 60 cars a month? What does that do for my service department? What does that do for my sales department? And it's a fraction of what I was paying at the auction. Yep. You know, so that was really the thing. It was like, I'm, I pay more when I transport one load of trucks from New York than I do for this system. So it makes perfect sense. When you say one load of truck, you talk about per month comparing to to the monthly fee. Yeah. I mean, per month, just every car's right now, it's like six fifty seven hundred bucks a car. And I could just have this VinQ system and get the cars brought to my dealership for free. I mean, really think about it for a second, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then on the occasional ones I have to pick up, it's never the person far away. It's like someone 20 minutes away and they just can't bring the car to us. You know, Mm -hmm. I just send my, our lock guy. It's not a big deal. Um, So for me, it was honestly, it saved me money. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm adding a system, but it's actually saving me money. So I'm looking, I'm like, I'm going to cost cut, but I'm going to end up making more money. Even the owner who never likes to sign up stuff, I'm usually the one that takes a shot. He goes, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And that's how it happens, you know? Love it. Love it. Are there any specific features or functions of the VinQ solutions that you like? Like, and, and why? You know, are there, are there things that stand out for you? I know you mentioned the fact that you've got Facebook and, and Craigslist and all of these companies already aggregated. But are there other things that you like about the offering? Um, so the outbound part was obviously what I loved. But when you get in the system, um, and this is the feedback straight from my BDC, and this is what I found that worked really well. That when you message from VinQ, the, commu- the engagement is through the roof in your KBBs and your inbound leads. It's through the roof. Like, you can hit the lead in your CRM. You can call the customer. I don't know why, but when you message them through VinQ, the engagement is through the roof. So uh, the manager in the BDC, what I, the change I made to her was after every rep takes a lead, she hits them an hour after through VinQ. And she just started grabbing appointment and deal after deal. And then that's when she's like, this is, this is the, like the secret sauce that works. And that's why when people log on our back end, they're like, wow, these girls attack it. They're just, <laughs> they attack every single one. So a rep hits it. And then within an hour, a manager hits it. And then that's when we just seen crazy engagement because the people are getting hit twice within an hour. Um, mm-hmm. And typically, you know, that shows them we're very interested in a deal and there's no friction. We're right to the point of what do you want for the car? And just, it sounds simple, but it really is. Most people won't give an actual number on a trade over the phone. And we just try to make it as frictionless as possible. So when you talk about the girls uh, hitting them from the VinQ system, are you referring to like the texting that goes out 
to yeah. the customers where they. Yeah. The texting through VinQ mm-hmm. just engage better. I mean, yep. the engagement rate is it's more than double compared to the CRM. Wow. Cool. Um, let's see. Did you have any goals that you had in mind uh, uh, before you uh, uh, went with the VinQ solutions? And yeah. then um, can you talk about those? Yes. Yeah, so our, our goal, our goal long-term is to get to 75 buys. Um, I see that happening. You know, we've done very, very well. Um, I mean, but we had like, you know, I think it was like right around, I believe it was like January. We only had like 10 buys and that's when we were struggling. And then when we signed up with NQ, we got up to forties and I see it going to 75 and our goal is to get to 75. I think it will take a little bit more time. Um, we've mm-hmm. added some new reps. I got really, really good at outbound. It's a little bit of an art on the outbound process. Um, but yeah, we're hoping to get to 75. That's our long-term goal. Um, and I, I think that's going to be there just given we went from buying 10 off the street, to 40 to 50. So, um, I think we'll be at 75 the next 60 to 90 days. So that's awesome. How long ago did you sign up? Uh, we've only been on for a few months. Wow. Great. Okay. And then are there any other results that you can point to? just in this short period of time. Um, yeah. Are you so, seeing a faster turn? What other things are you seeing? Yeah. So um, if you want to put in context, January, we sold 65 used cars and last mm-hmm. month we sold 133. Oh my God. The only change is VinQ. Not one thing in marketing was changed other than that. So from January to March. So January in the month of January, we sold 65 used cars in yep. the month of um, in the month of March, April? in the month March, of March, uh-huh. we, sold, we sold 133. So you doubled it. Yeah, yeah. And our turn, our turn right now is uh, we are like a one and a half. So we'll turn, we'll stock about 70, 80 cars in stock, and then we'll get that like 130. Which again, we see that moving up. We'll hit 150 used cars. Uh, but this month we're going to do 130 again. Usually when we make a big thing like that, a push, we'll plateau for a couple months and then we'll go up a couple more. So, uh, we'll get to 150 used cars and to put this in context, this is a very old building. So it's the smallest dealership you could ever imagine in your life. Mm -hmm. That store was only built to sell 75 new and used cars. So it's when I tell you how hard it is, like, you know, just text to get the cars through the shop. We're about five to six weeks out to get a car through the shop right now. Wow. Yeah. It's wild right now. And when you say getting a car through the shop, are you saying when you, when you buy a a used car and then you need to refurbish it? Is that what you mean by that? Yeah. When we buy a used car off the street, by the time it gets out of the shop, it can be five or six weeks because what's happening is we'll sell the car the next day. So what we do is the minute we buy the car through VinQ, whenever we buy a car off the street, we add it to inventory the minute we buy it. So we Mm -hmm. can take pictures the next morning Mm -hmm. and sometimes we'll sell it. We sell our average cars like 12 days in stock. 
So we'll sell the car and then the customer will have to wait a couple of weeks to get it through the shop usually. Will they take the car and then just bring it back when they can get the appointment? Is that how it works or do you hold it? Uh, we typically hold it. If it's like someone I know that I might let them take the car, but uh, mm -hmm. typically we hold it and we push the sold ones through faster. Um, but it's created this whole business for us this year. And it's probably one of the reasons why volume wise, we're going to be way up this year, even compared to a lot of places that are really down um, because mm -hmm. our used car market share is going through the roof every month. So you talked about how you, kind of restructured your team to take on the technology because you know you can't just put in a piece of software and then and then expect it to work right were there right. other steps that you took other than what you've already described uh to make sure you're getting the most out of the vinq solutions yeah so i'm actually making one more change so we actually don't run with the used car manager uh we're structured a little bit differently where we have sales and desk managers but their sole purpose is not used cars um, I'm, I play like used car director, you know, as far as doing it, all that stuff with the used cars. So I'm making a move and training someone to be basically a used car manager in these times, which include, uh, it's a little bit different than your typical used car manager, but like, I'm going to have a used car manager that's on VinQ every single day with the BDC. And I believe when I have someone full time on that, that's going to be that lift that gets us that 75 cars. Mm -hmm. um, and that changes. I'm training the guy now. So it's about 60 days out. Um, but he's already works for me. He works in the BDC. And I believe that's the next best thing to put, you know, really someone that is on it. Like I need the used car manager in my dealership to be 100% buying cars off the street every day the same way you would look at the auctions before in the past i need him to look mm -hmm. at oh my god we had a tacoma two days ago that was in facebook and he never got back to us like what are we doing you know mm -hmm. um whether it be video whether it be stepping up on the trade whatever it is so i'm pushing that to have another person so it's not just me and my general sales manager i'm gonna have someone that's on a full time with the bdc um, in the next six. So you said that your goal is to get to 75 buys. Do you have any other goals uh, now that you're using VinQ? Um, what other types of things do you want to see? Uh, I mean, the only other thing for us is we're going to try moving the used car volume to 150. Uh, we feel like that's going to happen in the next couple of months as well, just based off of everything. Um, and other than that, you know, we're moving, we moved off of we are in the process of moving off of the auto and going hundred percent with VinQ. So we just signed up for that the other day and the team's going to get trained in the next couple of weeks on that. And we're moving hundred percent to the core product and getting off of the auto. Um, and I mean, from there, I mean, if I buy 75 cars and I saw 150 used, I don't have any complaints, you know, but everything points yep. like we'll do that once we move 100% to everything VinQ, so. How, uh, it, how hard was that decision for you to move off the auto? Uh, it was weird. I mean, you know, I used other programs, you know, seven, eight years ago, you know, uh, First Look Max Digital, whatever they call it. But, you know, I've been in V Auto for six, seven years now. I know it pretty well. I know people there, uh, you know, my 
my account managers, you know, pretty helpful. I've always had good customer service. But at the end of the day, with what I've seen with the outbound and the success we've had recently with used, I just looked back and said, what if I didn't make that change three months ago? I'd still be selling 65 used, right? Yep. And so I'm going, I think, no, I think I have to go all in. And even though it's going to be uncomfortable, and even though the whole team's going to get trained off of it, it's going to help us. It might hurt us for two or three days, but then after that, having every appraisal in the same system, everything there, I think every manager gets more engaged with it. Every BDC gets more engaged with it um, because it's one program. And I, I want the team to have one, like, one less login is important to us. There's so many logins these days. So mm-hmm. I get one less login and we can be more efficient. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's what I'm looking at. So yep. every time I'm more efficient, we become more profitable. So, Right, exactly. And, and speaking of that, do you have any stats or key performance metrics? I mean, again, as small of a dealership we are, like going from that 65 to 133 is a huge deal. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars a month difference, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're increasing market share. That's our big thing, you know? So um, as far as market share and volume, that's huge. Um, and keeping all of our employees tax, everything busy. But as far as the gross, I, I can't really disclose all of that, um, but mm-hmm. it's extremely good stuff. Anyone in the car business, would know if you go from 65 to 133, it works out pretty well. Yeah, that's a big deal. Do you have any kind of a percentage of market share? Like has your market share grown by five or 10% or or do you not measure it that way? Um, yeah, I mean, on the used car, I mean, I can pull up, I don't have that handy, but the market shares, I mean, some months is, we're up 40, 50% year over year on used cars. Wow. I mean, it's not even like... That's insane. Yeah, it's... The stats are literally... I don't know. Honestly, all the stats on used cars, even when I compared it and looked at all the market share reports on MinQ, I don't think anyone would believe them, to be honest with you. (laughs) No, because there's dealerships dealerships like around us that are, you know, a tiny bit smaller volume-wise on new, but they're only doing 40, 50 used cars. And I mean, these places are metro markets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking like pretty large places and they're 50, 60 used cars. And I'm looking the other day and I'm going, well, we did 133. I'm like, kind of, I was kind of grounded, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow. Like, you know, I pushed my team pretty hard and like I was looking at it and I'm like, well, I did. honestly, I thought some of the stores sold a hundred cars. I really did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how bad it got for some of the stores. I mean, there's a store down the street that sells five used cars a month. It's the store has been in business 30 years. It's a new car franchise. Hmm. They've been, you know, so I, I didn't realize how bad it got with volume because not every dealer is buying cars off the street. I assume because we did it, everyone did it. Interesting. That's not even close to the truth. It's, it's in our local market, it's probably about 10% of the dealers are buying off the street and the other 90 is scared. I've talked to general managers, literally a woman said to me, I'm not putting my job on the line. And she's scared of what? Buying used cars? 
Yeah, because if the market shifts all of a sudden, she's out of a job. Oh, oh, interesting. I mean, if the market shifts, you can lose $100,000 overnight. And I've, I've right. been part of that team six, seven years ago. I, and I seen it shift and all of a sudden $200,000 wiped out and you could lose your job, you know? And mm-hmm. she's just like, I'm not doing it. And she's at a very similar size store, but their used car numbers are 45 used cars a month compared to 133. And they're in a bigger market. Do you have any advice for other dealers who would, who would consider buying uh, Vinque Solutions? I would say that for you to use Vinque, you need buy you need buy-in from the whole team, not just the person signing it, whether it be the owner, GM, GSM, because mm-hmm. the workload can be a little bit more. However, you're going to sell more cars and make more money. But like with any system, you only get out of it what you do with it. Yep. And I feel like that was the one thing that I can say worked really well when I got with our, our account manager was we both recognized that right away and we kind of called each other out on it. like this system's not easy but if you have an internet or a used car manager or a bdc that is hungry you can crush it with this system you know and that was the and because I, I called one other dealer and and the thing he messaged me back was like just make sure you have a process in place and it's implemented mm-hmm. and if you do that you'll have huge success and I don't know the guy at all, but I messaged him and he was right. You got to come up with a process and we did and it worked really well. And, you know, every couple of months we'll get a little bit better. That's awesome. Okay. How has it been working with the, the VinQ team, like the overall sales team and support team and the VBC team? Um, what's your experience been like there? Really good. You know, when we were installing it, um, I was a little tough on your guys' team. Um, and we just hit it off after that, you know, mm-hmm. it was like a little tough love. Like, Hey, I need some things faster. I need this. I need that. And they're like, Hey, bud, slow down a little bit. And <laughs> they're like, Hey, we got a process. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, well, I don't like your process, but like, let's go with it. And then we had a conversation and I think they understood we were a little bit more aggressive than what they were used to and a little bit like sharper with things and everyone worked together and everyone got it done. I would say 10 out of 10. I I can't say anything bad. Uh, It was very intense the first couple of weeks, probably. And I would say your team would probably say the same thing. Like we were at each other's throats to get it working and making money. And Mm -hmm. within two weeks, it was perfect. Wow. That's amazing. So that's amazing. Do you have any other comments you'd like to share? Anything I didn't ask you? No, I don't think there's really, I think just, you know, the biggest thing for anyone looking at this is just, you're going to be uncomfortable a little bit. However, anything that's going to be a huge difference maker in our dealerships is usually uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're all creature of habits, especially in the car business. We don't like to try new things. Mm-hmm. However, right now it makes sense with you have to buy to have cars for your customers to be in because there's no new cars. 
So I think Vin Q makes a lot of sense uh, for that. And I think it streamlines all your acquisitions and it helps you save money compared to making huge mistakes at the auction with transportation fees and the actual awful cars. I mean, just don't forget the cars we're getting off the street are 10 times better than the cars at the auction. Um, so I would just say step outside your comfort zone. Um, and the team is very, it would be very hard for a dealership to fail on VinQ. You would have to probably ignore everyone's phone calls. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yep. they're, very in, they're very intense like I was. So I, I think the customer, from what I've seen, the customer service is top notch. And I think that's a reason for someone to at least consider VinQ, in my opinion. Thank you for sharing your time and insights, Bill. And thank you for listening. To learn more about VinQ and our solutions, visit our website at VinQ.com.